not sure this will interest you, but it's time for Ziad's segment. Hey, this is Ziad Mkerzil. Welcome to my segment on the Sunny Side Up, where we discuss a bunch of stuff related to music, like how a certain sound was made or a certain technique changed the course of music history. In this episode, I'm not sure this might interest you, but I'm going to talk a bit about reverb. Reverb. Reverb or reverberation is a natural sound effect that we can hear almost in every confined space. If someone is singing in the bathroom, for example, you could know that it sounds like the bathroom because of the reflection of the sound waves of its walls and surfaces. If we clap our hands in a big empty hole, the clap becomes bigger as the sound reflects around the whole surface. Places of worship are designed in a way so that the sound reverberates in ways to reach all attendees. Basically, reverberation or reverb is a form of echo. In the 1940s, engineers wanted more control over the reverb in ways not to record in given spaces, like halls and cathedrals, to get that effect because of the sensitivity of the microphones and the surrounding unwanted sounds that might sneak into the recording. The task was basically to take the reverb of a space to a recording studio and recreate it artificially. Basically, to make it sound like it's recorded in a certain space. To record the harmonica at Speg of My Heart, a harmonica instrumental, renowned sound engineer Bill Putnam used a speaker and a microphone placed in what is known as an echo chamber. In that specific case, it was Universal Studios' bathroom, and recorded the song through that speaker. That was probably the first ever use of artificial reverb or controlled echo. Studios began building echo chambers with microphones and speakers in their basements with objects to adjust the amount of sound reflection, because a room full of furniture does not reverberate as much as a room without furniture. Reverb effects are used to make a sound bigger, atmospheric, or ambient by adding the illusion of space to an instrument's tone. Control over the reverb is essential when recording, and was done either by exploiting a space for its particular natural acoustics, or by deliberately dampening the environment. Alongside echo chambers, some materials came in handy later in the 50s, like metal plates and springs, through which a sound is passed through to give a reverberating effect. There are different types of reverbs nowadays. With the advent of the digital age in the late 70s, most of the reverbs we hear in music are emulations of either spaces, springs, or plates, and can be combined with other forms of echo or other effects. The human brain is programmed to hear these sound reflections in real life. Adding them artificially to recordings makes us perceive the sound to be coming from certain environments which we can identify with. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. That was I'm Not Sure This Will Interest You with Ziad.